I only know one way. That's the Padre way. I'm proud as heck to be a San Diego Padre. I played for one team. I played in one town. Smith is ready. Gwynn waiting to pitch. There's a drive. Right center field. Base hit. And there with it. Oh, doctor. You can hang a star on that, baby. A star for the ages for Tony Gwynn. Number 3,000. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the 5.5 Podcast. I'm your host today, Eric LeBou. I'm on Twitter at MiserableSDFan. If you're wondering why I'm opening up the show this week, it's because I have a little bit of breaking news. So Danny and I started the show about a year ago, and we had good times, and, you know, the, uh, the old single dad bit, all good things must come to an end. So single dad is no longer doing the show with me for the time being. That's because we have Interrelationship Dad! It's still me, motherfuckers! Danny Ortiz! I'm just getting laid now, finally. Danny's getting pussy. Danny's getting pussy. After a two-year drought. You know, this must be what the Padres will feel like when they finally make the damn playoffs. Yes. Be a wild card. Uh, we also have a very special guest, Bienvenidos, Andy Mazzone! Hello, hello, this is uh, Andy Mazzone. Uh, That's how you say my last name, asshole. Well, why don't you just drop your Twitter handle, because nobody knows what your real name is. <laughs> It'd just be like Leisure Fire and call me Antonio every chance he gets. <laughs> Even though it still says Andrew. Yeah. Leisure Fryer, he does speak English. This is our buddy Andy Mazzone. So um, there's a little bit going on. We, we wanted to do a show here because... Uh, an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> well, pitchers and catchers are reporting tomorrow, so we're... Is it me? Like, is this, like, the most, like... It's like they're reporting, but I feel like this has been the most boring offseason that we kind of forgot. Like, oh, by the way, tomorrow pitchers and catchers are reporting. I feel like... Nothing has happened this offseason. It's been completely boring. Well, that just means a shit ton of stuff is about to happen. Maybe, but not for the Padres. We'll get into that. Want to bet? No, because I'm still broke in a relationship, Dad, instead of broke single, Dad. So financial uh, financial situation hasn't changed. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, it's been a while since the so last show we did, we did with John Conniff, and uh, it was the Trevor Hoffman Hall of Fame, which is so much excitement, like awesome. And then... Uh, Within what that next week, Kevin Towers dies. I think it was like the same week. Yeah, it, yeah, was, it was like days later, if not sooner. Very, very close by. It was like, hey, like San Diego, you guys have got your fucking shit kicked in forever. Hey, we're gonna give you Trevor Hoffman Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then yes, KT's dead. Yeah, and then our spirits are high, and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, Kevin Towers died. So did anybody know? I mean, I'm sure there's people that are close to him that knew, but did, like anybody, like the general Padres Twitter public, know that he had cancer? Because I had no idea. Well, it came out during the World Series. Did it? Oh, that's right. That's when AJ, AJ Hinch. Hinch. That's right. Yeah, when he held the sign that said Kevin Towers for his stand up to cancer. Well, I didn't have cable at the time, so it's no, no yeah. surprise. I missed it. So that's when it came out. So, anyways, I, I just sat down at work and I got a Bleacher Report uh, notification. I open it up and it says uh, ex Diamondbacks and Padres executive Kevin Towers dies from cancer. I think you got it earlier than that because you texted myself. No, it was right when I sat down. Dude. Really? Because I was like, fuck. I was like, I already hate being here. <laughs> yeah, this is a great day to start off. Uh, Start off your day at your favorite place in the world. Yeah, I was like, I already fucking hate being here. And then Kevin Towers dies, which is just fucking awful. And, you know, there's all this shit that was going down, and, and everyone was telling their KT stories, which was fucking great. And we, we don't want to sit here and, and spend too much time on it. Well, maybe, but everyone had talked about, you know, what he did for the 90s Padres. And do you guys, do you guys think he should be in the Padres Hall of Fame? Because I'm going to say, yeah. Absolutely. He built... He is the most – I mean, his win-loss record doesn't show up, but, I mean, he's very much handcuffed. But 
he built two of the most successful runs they had. The 98 team, obviously, which I think all of us kind of, you know, that's what won our Padre fandom. And then even once, you know, they loosened the purse strings a little bit, allowed him to make some moves, 04 to 07, he fielded some pretty competitive teams and made some pretty decent moves to get good players when he didn't have a lot to work with. You say what you want about the draft, but from a standpoint of making chicken salad out of chicken shit, KT did a really good job here. I definitely think he needs to be in. What about uh, you, Masson? What do you think? I think so, too. I mean, even before 98, you look at 96, what he did, you know, got some guys off some scrap heap deals. Bob Tewksbury. <laughs> that's well, that's also when we started with uh, Vaughn was there. Uh, Joey Hamilton came in one of those trades. We got Andy Ashby. Steve Finley in that big deal yeah. for practically nothing. Caminetti. Caminetti. So you look at 96, 97 was a layoff with Ricky here. Um, and then we go to 98, and then we had just some crazy-ass times from 99 to, what was it, like 03, 04? But he still made good deals in those times. Eric, I think one of the first episodes we did is was uh, the, like the best trades. Yeah. He dealt Wally Joyner and Kilvio Veras for Brett That's Boone right. and Ryan Klesko. That was a hose job because I don't think Veras and Joyner lasted more than a year with Atlanta. Um, he's nope. traded uh, who, Angie Sheets for Phil Nevin, which was an absolute hose job because Nevin was a great hitter for a number of years until he got pet code. So I, I think he should go in. I absolutely think he should go in. With everything else that's going on, I mean, they kind of had like the last minute, hey, we have all these Trevor days coming up. Why not throw in a day for KT and, and retire at least his initials? Well, they are doing the uh, public memorial service on February the 25th. So that is uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday? Correct. So, uh, yeah, I'll be out there for sure. I'm pretty sure Danny's going out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out there. Yeah. I'm going to try to. Yeah, some, uh, some will be out there as well. So that'll be, that'll be fun. I'm sure there'll be even more stories, but none as, uh, as maybe graphic as my favorite <laughs> stories here. So I kind of talked about it a little bit on Twitter, and the people who were there that day specifically, well, at least the ones I know who listen to this fucking podcast, but uh, Justin was there, our pal uh, at Justin Living Life. So this was back in 2011. A lot of us met on the Darren Smith Show Facebook page, which sounds kind of gay, but we all met there. <laughs> we all met there, and uh, Darren was doing the pregame show at that time, and they were doing an episode, a pregame show at the Tilted Kilt. And so we all showed up, and we didn't know Kevin Towers was going to be there, but he was. And as soon as the show was over, do I swear, Darren and KT, they both had their headsets on, and they both had their beers. And literally, so Darren's like, all right, guys, uh, that's it for today. Coming up next is John the Coach Cantera on Double X 1090. Takes off his headset, puts it on the table. They both grab their beers, turn around. Cheers, boys. And we're sitting there drinking beers for hours. For hours. So some of my favorite stories. Dude, once KT, he, you could tell he was catching a little bit of a buzz. <laughs> and, and once he hit that line, dude, oh, man, he went off. So I, I have a few, a few uh, cliff notes I wrote down here because I wanted to remember all of these stories. So... Um, he was obviously the uh, GM for the Diamondbacks at the time. And one of my favorite ones that happened that time was uh, Colin Calgill. Do you remember him? Mm -hmm. So Colin yeah, Cal... Cal, uh, Cal Quantrill struck him out in spring training last year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Colin Calgill's up, and um, the Diamondbacks game is on TV, and KT's watching that intensely as we're talking. And Calgill comes up, and he strikes out in a big spot. And Towers goes, fucking Calgill! <laughs> fucking Calgill! And he's like, I'm trading that motherfucker next week. And I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, man, he's pissed. I swear to God, dude, three or four days later, I'm sitting here on the couch, and I look on the bottom scroll on MLB Network, Diamondbacks trade Colin Calgill. And I lost my shit laughing my fucking ass off. So there is that. Um, another one here was with the uh, Mark Reynolds. 
So we all, yeah. we all know Mark Reynolds. Yeah. Everyone knows Mark Reynolds. At one point, I thought he was going to be on the Padres, but I guess, I guess not. Uh, Mark Reynolds. So the story goes from Kevin Towers that when he met Mark Reynolds, Mark Reynolds was sitting there and he was in a, quote, fucked up camouflage jacket sitting there on the couch. <laughs> he didn't even stand up to, to meet him. When he went over, he shook out or stuck out his hand and said, hey, I'm Kevin Towers. And he gives him this limp dick handshake. Yeah, limp dick handshake. And he just kind of blows him <laughs> off like, hey. Towers goes, I knew I was training that motherfucker right there. <laughs> I knew I was training right there. So it's just limp dick handshake. Yeah, he was one of those guys. And that's kind of the stories that you hear. Like, he does, he did stuff off his gut. Yeah. You know, he wasn't he wasn't like all analytics and all that Not shit. Not at all. Not He's, the slightest. Yeah, he was going to do what, what felt right, man. And it just, it sucked, man, when he, when... Hearing that he died, it's a bummer. Gone, gone too soon. Um, because by all accounts, you know, whatever you want to say um, about him as an executive in baseball, he lasted a long time. He was a young guy when he got the job. He he lasted for as long as he did, and from everybody you hear, was an absolutely great guy. Regardless of what you think about his general manager career, was by all accounts a great guy to be around, a fun guy to be around. Uh, the Dave and Jeff uh, show had a podcast. Uh, I think it was the day of or the day after he passed. <laughs> And they have some fucking hilarious KT stories. So I oh, have yeah. advice to go listen to it because they are absolutely hilarious. But but very, very sour news to start the uh, podcast after uh, the jovial news of my relationship status. Um, so <laughs> you just perked up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, you know, I've been perking up a lot lately. He's <laughs> got she, that glimmer in his yeah, eye. Yeah. Glimmering elsewhere as well. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> let's talk about something that's not so glimmering. Eric, there are talks of collusion in Major League Baseball. That's right. Collusion. Agents are furious that... All these not-so-premier free agents are sitting on their asses as uh, spring training is right around the corner, I mean, within 12 hours. Uh, do you think there's really collusion going on? Because I certainly don't. Let's, let's get to Mazzone's take. What do you think, Mazzone? <clears throat> no. So, I don't think... <laughs> Great, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Back thank, to you, you guys. thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it for tonight. <laughs> yes. No, I don't... I, I personally cannot see how collusion could be going on when... I mean, we talked about a little while ago with... You know, you used Darvish signing for this six-year, $126 million deal... But then you hear about, hey, you know, we called Arietta with the same deal, and he just ignores him. And Arietta's how old? Thirty-two. I would say maybe younger. He's early thirties. Yeah, he's early thirty-two. But I mean, how how can you say collusion? How can you preach collusion when, you know, these guys just don't want to? You don't want to sign Hosmer for a hundred and forty plus million dollars. He's not worth that kind of money. At eight years. At eight years, you're gonna have the guy until he's thirty-six and. You know, at 33, he's going to stop producing. He might even stop producing at 30. J.D. Martinez, on the other hand, is a one-trick pony. And, he gets uh, on base, but yeah, he wants seven years. He wants seven, 30. and he wants more than 100 million. He, wants, he wanted 210 million at the beginning of the offseason <laughs> to hit you 35 home runs and with hit an you. an iron glove. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do with the guy? He can't stick him anywhere, so yeah, no collusion. I don't, I don't buy into it. Eric? Well, if you guys want to listen to me on the uh, Kev Faith pod... No, we're not going to listen to that. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so I was on with them, and I had a great time just this last episode, and we were talking a lot about collusion, and it was uh, it was interesting. So my here's my take on collusion. If you want to get signed to contracts and you're sick of not being signed, then sign the fucking offers that you're getting. I agree. Like like with Hosmer, that's that's what Masson says. So, what he wants, eight years? He... It's all, it's all but confirmed that he has two at least two seven year deals on the table, yeah, right? Right around what I think one hundred and twenty million. Yeah, hey guy, that's your market. Yeah, that's your fucking market. Million. Yeah, yeah. 
I agree with you. And you and I had this talk. Um, when was the last time we hung out? Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> It's been, it's been a while. You can't even count that because I wasn't coherent. Well, for, I don't know if you were coherent for what – I think you were coherent for what you and I were talking about until you started drinking. But yeah. I had mentioned <laughs> that there's kind of like this tier uh, – like there's tiers of players, right, that you look at. You'd have elite, all-star, above average, average, and then like uh, fringe major leaguers, right? To me, Hosmer's peak is an all-star. That's the best you're going to get. This past season is probably the best you're going to get, and maybe he's got two or three more years like that in him. Maybe. But – he is a wildly, consistently inconsistent player whose peak really isn't that great. I mean, it's good, but he wasn't one of the best first basemen in the league, even with a career year. J.D. Martinez, you could argue, like, yeah, if you stuck him at DH, you know, he's amazing because he rakes. Hosmer hits, but he hits a lot of ground balls, not a fly ball hitter. He's reliant on contact. What's the first thing that goes when you age? Bat speed. What goes when you lose bat speed? Contact. So I look at Hosmer, it's like he wants this like elite deal, like he's this top five first baseman, and he's just not. I mean, he really isn't. I like a guy like Yonder Alonso signing with the Indians, I think. What a great sign for the Indians, because if even if he hits 280 with a 340 on base and slugs 440, that's probably what Hosmer's going to hit. But you're going to pay Alonso $10 million, and Hosmer's getting 20 to 25 a year. So I don't think there's collusion either. I just think that the free agent market isn't that appealing. You've got old Arietta who's you know, declined the last two years. You've got uh, Darvish, who's coming off of Tommy John, and he was good last year. He's actually very good, um, but he's got some World Series stank on him. And then you got a bunch of other, and you got Hosmer, who's like the premier first baseman, but he wasn't even the best first baseman on the market. That was Carlos Santana, who the Phillies picked up on a dime. So it's just, it's not a strong market, and I understand what the agents are trying to do, but to me, it's not collusion if you have these second tier free agents not signing because they want first-tier free agent money. These guys aren't the Bryce Harpers of the world. I'm kind of surprised that the uh, Hosmer and Martinez not signing, I'm surprised that guys like Logan Morrison aren't sneaking in and saying, hey, I'll take this deal. Well, I think the problem is that they're waiting for like Hosmer to drop. I think teams are waiting to see what Hosmer gets to get a Logan Morrison, not to mention as good as Hosmer could be, even if he's, you know, like if you use, you know, wins above replacement, the four-win player, He's a one-dimensional... Yes, I know. Okay. Relax before I pull out weighted runs created plus. What's his Woba? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. What is that? Weighted on base average? Um, Woba grill. Yeah, Woba grill. Hang on. Let me text Patrick Brewer. <laughs> this isn't going to go well. Text Kevin Charity while we're at it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a triple threat at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> but um, uh, You look at Hosmer, and it's like even Morrison. Like Logan Morrison had one breakout year like Alonzo, but these guys are... They're, they're limited players. They're already at first base. There's nowhere else for them to go except DH. You know, And if they don't hit, then they're useless. That's, I think, why you're seeing such limited activity on these particular free agents. J.D. Martinez, if he goes to first, I don't know if he could play it, but if he goes to first, he's instantly a better option than Hosmer, at least over the next two or three years, in my opinion. But even then, it's like, where else is he going to go other than DH? I think that's why you're seeing it is that Front offices are smarter, analytics are getting better, and guys are realizing giving a guy who's strictly a first baseman a seven-year deal when he's 28 and you only have two more prime years left on a market that is already thin as it is, there's no reason to overpay for that just because he's there. I mean, look at the Royals. Well, the free agent market sucks next year. Let's give Ian Kennedy four years and $75 million or whatever the hell they gave him. Excuse me, five years and however much they gave him. How's that working out? This is a dumb move. Because you, you paid just because the market was thin and that was there, and that doesn't make any sense to me. No, and it, it, it really doesn't. And like you said, with the second-tier players who think they're first-tier you know, first money, uh, I mean, like you said, Carlos Santana, 
the Phillies knew they wanted him. They threw money at him, and he said, yeah, I'll sign for $20 million a year. Yeah. And that's a guy who's going to get you on base at, like, what, 380 350 Yeah, he's going to walk a ton. I mean, uh, look at Edwin Encarnacion last year. Yeah, exactly. He could have been a $200 million guy in a different market, but a you know what? A different era. Five years different, ago, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, no, he signed for what was smart and went to a team that he knew he was going to be in the postseason. What he did was he sign for? Do you guys remember? It was uh, four, four years, 80 million? 480, I think. I think that's what Santana got, too. He got 360. Yeah, which to me is fair. But, yes. like, if that's the case, then Hosmer, to me, is four or five out of 100. No. Like, to me, that's what he's worth. If those guys are worth that, then I think Hosmer's right there. But well, he's the, not a seven, eight-year contract player. The players, their worth is whatever teams are willing to pay them. Yep, that's I agree their worth. With that too. And if you're Hosmer right now, you allegedly have what seven years? Was it seven years? Dennis Lynn says it's less than one forty. The Athletics. The Athletic. Dennis Lynn. Dennis Lynn. Boy, they are fucking. They've been. If anybody's had a great offseason, it's the Athletic. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they're signing everyone. There ain't no collusion there. <laughs> So, supposedly he has seven years. Uh, let's say it's 135, just because it's less than 140 from the yeah. Padres. He has seven years, probably 140 from Kansas City. You're not getting eight years. So, what, are you going to cry collusion? No. Like, no. That's your market, guy. No one's giving you eight years. Just go to Kansas City and be done with it. I, I honestly feel like he's coming here. I do, too. And I, I think because of the two situations, the Royals are not going to be winning anytime soon. The Padres will be, regardless of how good he may or may not be. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of teams now are trying to build through the draft and they're trying to build their own players up and they're this it's just the market's not there. These guys aren't superstars. And what I was saying is next year, okay, so if Harper can't get paid, if Machado can't get paid, yes, collusion. I'm right there with you. Yeah, but, but for right those now motherfuckers are getting paid. That's exactly you know why? Because these teams aren't colluding. Yeah. That's why. They're going to get paid because they're worth the money. I agree. I think teams are just smarter. I think they, they look at a Machado and think, okay, he's a shortstop now, assuming he stays there. They can go to third. They can go to first. They can go to DH. And he's younger. And what does Hosmer do? He plays first base. He's nowhere else for him to go. What does J.D. Martinez do? He plays outfield, barely, well, because he has to. I, don't, I wouldn't say plays the outfield. I would say he stands in the outfield. Stands in the outfield. <laughs> he's there. Yeah, he's just there. <laughs> so, yeah, collusion, no. There ain't no fucking way there's anything... I, I agree with you, but I think we can all agree that the free agent market is taking a beating. And uh, speaking of beating, Jose Torres suspended oh. for uh, domestic violence accusations. So I believe, and this is just now breaking apparently the last couple of days, that, yeah, that was a really bad <laughs> transition. I can't believe you right now. <laughs> I'm on fire right wow. now. Yeah, you just that. got in a relationship. You really want to do this? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well... Are we going to go down this road? Yeah, that's the road we're going down. Hey, you know what? You only live once, right? It's like, I got through one divorce. What's another? Thanks, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I think you meant Chris Brown. Why don't you go ahead and keep going? Yes. Anyways, um, apparently Jose Torres was arrested, I believe, in December for uh, domestic violence abuse. It's just not coming out. He's been suspended. Will not be joining the team in camp, which I think is a great move by the Padres until they figure out what the hell is going on. But what was your uh, reaction to this, uh, Eric, about Jose Torres? Is that okay? I was gonna say something that's extremely racist, and Don't do it. Okay. everyone would have turned off their the we're show already, except for Leisure Fry. We're already gonna get hashtag Me Too after my line. Yeah, is, is this like a Latin thing? Is this a Latin thing? Do it they just be. do they all just kick doors in and point their guns you know at people? What? Let Let me tell you from and maybe Mazone can. I'm sure this too. some of them are fine people. <laughs> No, I won't go down there. God, please don't. No, so my here's my thing with, with Torres. <laughs> Torres was fringe as is, right? And then you got shit like this. No, like, you, you don't want to say, like, some people will get a pass because of how good they are. And yeah, since, man. yeah, I mean, yeah, he gets that pass, unfortunately, um, even though I'd take him on the team. I would not. But. <laughs> Hashtag you too. But Torres, Torres does not. He doesn't get that pass. You're, no. If I'm the Padres, they put him on the restricted list. He's gone. 
He's not even worth sticking around to see what what happens. No, you're gone. Don't put yourself in that situation. End of story. I think he's gone anyway. I think he's gone. I think they put him on the suspended list because of due process, right? They don't want to cut him now because it might look bad if he comes out innocent. Kind of like the Addison uh, Russell thing where the, the charges were dropped or whatnot so you don't cut him. But I think suspending him now is, okay, let's get him out of the way so he's a non-issue in camp. And then as soon as we find out what we already know is probably true, uh, we'll go ahead and cut him at that point. What is your take on this, Mazzone? Are you uh, heartbroken over Jose Torres? I honestly thought he got treated to the White Sox like two months ago. But <laughs> finding this out was the lefty. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not. I mean, sitting there. That was Jose Rondon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Damn it. All right, well, you know, anyways, well, the guy... I mean, like Eric said, I mean, he's he's not an Addison Russell, so you're not going to sit there and leave him on the roster. Just fucking cut the ties. Forget about it. It's just another lefty from the Dominican. I'm sure there's more. <laughs> oh right? my God. But, but honestly, did he actually beat her? Because weren't the allegations he broke down the door and threatened her with the gun? That's still, that's still, I mean, that's, I don't know. Intimidation. Yeah, intimidation. Is it considered, I think it's considered assault. To Was it gun. here in America? I don't know. I don't know. We're probably not, but we don't know. We didn't, you know, everything's loosey goosey outside of the states. Was he hanging out with Esteban Loaiza? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Esteban Loaiza. Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. Chula Vista's pr- Mar Vista Pride, Esteban Loaiza. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Not a, you know, now that I look at this outline, which it's very thin, there is not a whole lot to talk about. Um, let's just throw this out there. Tony Clark has arranged for spring training free agent camp. That's pretty interesting. I guess. It's going to be the IMG Academy down in Florida, which everyone's going to be there except for the Boris clients. Uh, well, Do you hear not- about that? No. The Boris clients are going to a Boris compound in L.A. <laughs> he has his own compound? Yes. What well, sounds kind of the Boris compound? Yes. I'm like, first of all, you are the reason for all of this shit. <laughs> and you're not, even, you're not even letting all your players go to IMG with everyone else. Are they, uh, the guys at the IMG Academy, are they going to be playing against like teams? That'd be pretty cool. I See, think like so. An all-spring, no, no, an all-free agent team. They should just come up with a team, Team 31, the free agents. No, no, no. That's what I threw on Twitter the other day. I said, you know what? Why don't you just stick them all in Montreal and make them expos? <laughs> they could all play for their next contract. That would be awesome. Just yeah. let them- God, that would be awesome. There's, think about it. There's too many logistics involved. They got to yeah, get these I, players. I would, yeah. I would think they wouldn't be able to play anybody, but yeah. let them fucking play in the Olympic God, that would be amazing. You know that shit's rotten away. That would be amazing. That, too, too many logistics with visas and all this other crap. But God, that'd be great. What a great idea. Imagine what it would be like, though. Like, you start to go in there, and, and these guys have been going to spring training for years. I'm, you know, if you're yeah. in free agency, you've been in the league for a while. And so every single year, right, like clockwork, you go there, and you lose players, like guys going down to minor league camp, guys getting cut, blah, blah, blah. But now it's you go in there, and every other day or every other week, you get someone who got signed. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Hosmer's gone, or, you know, whoever's gone. Lomo got signed by the Twins, <laughs> so he's gone. Um, yeah, it's 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 just crazy, man. You see all these guys. It's like, hey, uh, Carlos Gonzalez got hired by Ryan Barkley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's awesome. now starting his career in uh, landscaping. Free labor. Yeah, yeah, free labor. And they're just you know they're just gone as it goes. So it's it's crazy, man. It's so weird that somebody like I I understand like Arietta still being out there, right? Like Darvish being out there for as long as he was Cosmer. Well, Arietta wouldn't be out there if he signed the contract that they offered him. I, I agree with you. But I'm not surprised that they're holding out because they're the quote-unquote big names on the market, right? The guys I'm surprised that I haven't signed anywhere is like Alex Cobb. Like, how's nobody signed Alex Cobb yet? He can't be asking for seven years. Or like Lance Lynn. Well, like, well Alex Cobb actually did get an offer, and he turned down like $54 million from the Cubs. He was like one of their first offers was Alex Cobb. Was that like probably like three years, I would assume? Yeah, three or four years, $54 million. He said, no, nah, I'm going to take my chances where? At fucking 
spring training camp. Yeah. Get signed <laughs> the by the IMG Academy. Yeah, the IMG Academy and go dig around in Florida for a month. I do think, I do think though, Eric, you're right, that things are going to pick up in the next couple of days. Because remember Dexter Fowler uh, two years ago didn't sign uh, until last minute with the Orioles, where the Orioles, the worst-ran organization in baseball, by the way, not the Marlins, it's the Orioles, they punt on, you know, they didn't send uh, Shohei Otani, the, uh, they didn't send him back the questionnaire he sent out? Yeah. They don't believe in didn't, the international process. I was going to say, didn't the Orioles come out and say, hey, we don't, yeah, yeah we're punt. not going to participate at yeah, all? Not at all. They had nothing to lose. <laughs> Fucking morons. Yeah. They punt on the international market. The easiest way to get cheap talent, and they don't do it. Seriously, just zero fucks given. Like, no effort <laughs> at all, which is hilarious. Oh, God. Yeah, when, when I did the uh, the Kept Faith pod, I was, I was in there, and Andy Keats was in there, and he's he's a lifelong uh, Orioles fan. That poor bastard. Dude, when he talked about the Orioles, you could just see the pain in his eyes. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, man, I was like, I'm a Padre fan. I thought that was bad, but I feel like you've been suffering with me. Just imagine. they could have. We bonded they, over it. They could have gotten the the world for Manny Machado, and instead their big move this year was moving him to short. Yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest move they made all offseason. Well, well, last trade deadline, too, they had to offer for, uh, or to give up Britain yeah. at the deadline, and Angelo said Well, they no. might start him now because they yeah. need three starters. Hey, we're getting off topic. We're getting off and topic. And they also have no uh, Latins on the team except for Machado, so. No, they have scope. They, he, no, he's from... Uh, he's like Netherlands, Yeah, right? he's from oh, Amsterdam. Right. Yeah. So think about it. No Mexicans? Abado Jimenez? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, bring it on the zone. Sure is panning out, Eric. That was a great idea. Yeah. It's a little flattened flavor. I did yeah. it for Leisure Fryer. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Leisure Fryer is going to download this episode, burn it onto a CD. You're going to have to change your depends, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, why don't you calm down, Antonio? Um, I do think more teams are going to start jumping in, though. Because remember, Fowler didn't sign until last minute, and then he got picked up by the Cubs when the Orioles didn't meet his uh, opt-out clause demands. So I do think you're going to see more players sign. Like I think the guys like a Lance Lynn, Alex Cobb, who else is out there? These second tier pitchers. Those guys I think are going to go pretty quickly, probably this week. And then whatever position players are out there, I think JD Martinez better latch onto a deal pretty soon because I, I, Hosmer. I don't know what the hell Hosmer's going to do. I hope he doesn't sign here. What if What if with Hosmer, like both teams are like, hey, you're not signing shit. Okay, now the deal's six years. <laughs> and it's like, can you watch what Shark if they Tank? They pull a Sandy Alderson uh, when uh, he's negotiating with Hoffman, and Hoffman goes, well. You know, I don't know if I like this deal. Okay, great. It's off the table. Yeah. <laughs> they just pulled a fucking offer from it. Do you ever watch Shark Tank at all, either one of you? Uh, yeah, I watched it here and there. Okay, so it's like when they're like, hmm, and they have two offers on the table, and it's like, hmm, can we step outside and talk about it for a second? They're like, sure. And then the people go outside, and while they're gone, they come back, and Mr. Wonderful, he goes, well, you know, the tides are always turning in the Shark Tank. And, they're, <laughs> and they come back with a much shittier offer, but it's like two of them going into one. So that's probably what's happened with Hosmer. He's like, oh, you ain't taking this? Well, fuck it. Six years. Yeah. Now he's like, oh, my God, I can't get seven years. Okay, here's four. Yeah. No, it's not going to go that crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if he signs a six-year deal. They want eight years. That's never going to happen. No, I don't think – I, I think he's going to be hard-pressed to get – I can see him signing like a five-year deal with an opt-out after two years and hoping to God that not next year but the following year that he can get a better deal somewhere else. Well, let's let's talk about if we had to give our guess right now before we start talking about it. And I'm sorry, guys, that we're talking about Hosmer still, but we're, we're not stoked about it. But, hey, it's probably going to happen. I think it's going to happen. If we had to say right now, Andy and, and Danny, do you guys think Eric Hosmer is going to sign in San Diego? You know what? I've had too much going my way of late to be able to <laughs> say that. girlfriend. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they, they, there's too much good going on right now with everything. You know, we're getting our work bonus. I've lost some weight. I got a girlfriend. My daughter's, you know, in my life, and that's all good and grand. 
So I have a feeling something's got to go wrong. So it's going to have to be Hosmer signing. Something's going to blow up in my face, and I think that's what it's going to be. At this point, I'm so over it. Like, if he signs, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he signs. Honestly, I think he'll sign before I leave here tonight. But um, or even before this weekend hits. Check Twitter while, while you're yeah. Traveling there. But at this point, I mean, just do it, guy. Leave us, leave us alone. We just want to live. <laughs> leave us alone. There's so many pod. I don't want to listen to another podcast about him, or the hundred prospects. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. You had to bring it up, didn't you? Anyways, I think it's gonna happen, dude. And yeah, we always talk about. And did you ever think we get to a day as Padre fans where our team is offering over a hundred million to a guy, and our fan base, like Andy just said, and really like I am, just fucking sign. I don't care if you sign or not, just sign. I'm sick of this. Yeah. Did you ever think as Padre fans we'd be sick of talking about our team offering someone a hundred million? No, I never thought it was gonna happen, and now we're sick of talking about it. I think it's gonna happen, dude. Like if you look at. <laughs> the funniest thing is I, I, I wish I can give the guy credit for who posted the poll, but whoever posted that poll on who's going to break the Hosmer news signing. <laughs> I didn't see it. And it was four, I think it was like four different options. It was like uh, Dennis Lynn, Ken Rosenthal, uh, Kevin AC, or Pimp Lord 619. <laughs> Isn't that Mickey Cole? No. No? No, his oh, name's God. Jeremy. He's on Twitter. It's a Pimp Lord, I think, Pimp Lord underscore, underscore 619 or something. He's hilarious. So he... Uh, yeah. Pimp Lord. Pimp Lord, 609. He's the one that told me, hey, my name is Pimp and Lord in my username. Come at me, nerd. <laughs> yeah, so because he was posting some stuff about Hosmer. I, I think he, I don't know if he was the one that found it out, but Hosmer liked uh, on Instagram a page called uh, Canyonside Batting Cages here in San Diego. He just recently liked that. And uh, Pimp Lord was the first person that I saw tweet that out. And so uh-huh. that's why he included him on the poll. And it was fucking hilarious. So there, was, there were like 40 to 50 votes in, and AC had zero votes <laughs> as far as who was going to break that. The new Padres uh, the new Padres guy for the UT, Kevin AC. Whoop-dee-doo. Yeah. I don't read the UT. Newspaper's a dying medium anyways. Well, I was going to says the guy who's sitting here doing a podcast. <laughs> hey, podcast is, uh, I don't know what kind of medium it is, but it's not a newspaper. I can tell you that. Anyways. Yeah. Ahead. So with that, and we'll get, we'll get off topic, but I do want to go back to Hosmer. With uh, Dennis Lynn going to the athletic, everyone's going to the athletic. Hide your kids, hide your wife. The athletic's taking everyone up in here. I'm pretty sure it was Loiza who's bankrolling him. I don't know what they're going to do now. Yeah, seriously. Um, So Dennis Lynn goes to the athletic. Kevin AC takes the Padres beat for the UT. A lot of people, uh, like, as much as I want to be outraged about this, like everyone else is, I don't fucking read that shit. I don't either. <laughs> I don't read it, so I don't care. I don't either. And it's like, what's what's AC going to be doing? Game recaps? It's just fluff. That's all he's going to be doing is fluff. Yeah, like I was I was talking to um, Drunk Flan earlier. I was over at his place. And uh, I was like, what's what's going to be? Kevin AC saying, oh, hey, Will Myers went one for four today. Like every other day? That's I it's don't care. It's a job. I, mean, I don't read that shit. Yeah, I don't either. It's a cake gig for him. He doesn't have to come up with original content. He just... This is what so and so said. Here's what Andy Green said about last night's win or last night's loss or this and that. It's, but I don't care. I don't. I don't read the UT anyways. I'm not really. You know, I don't know. I just, I could care less. So then you're definitely not signed up for the Athletic. I'm gonna take a wild guess. Uh, no, I don't. Even, I'm not even an ESPN insider. Right? I'm sure you're not gonna sign up for the Athletic. You're not even paying four bucks for Mad Friars. No, I'm not. So I know you're not doing yeah, the but Athletic. That's because I'm not putting any money in charity's pocket. That's why. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Mazone, you gonna sign up for the Athletic? I already did this morning. Oh, did you oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, I did. I the did. Atletico, huh? Yeah, it's in Spanish, so it's the Mexico version. Um, with uh, Kenny. Um, Kenny's, Kenny's Vargas. Denise Lynn? Yeah, so no, I, I signed up, and I read a few articles. What's I mean, it like? It, 
Give what, me your login info. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mexican. So what it is is basically you log in and you like can go to articles, but they break it down by by sport, and then you can break it down by city. So that's cool. There's like uh, there's the major, the LA, the Chicago's, and then there's San Diego. There's no Boston, but there's a San Diego and like a Calgary or a Ottawa. So Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yeah, yeah, because oh, they, they they cover all sports. So they cover NHL and CFL apparently. And yeah, CFL and NBA and fucking box lacrosse or whatever the hell's <laughs> rugby. Who's gonna be covering the seals? What the fuck are the, the seals? What, what are the seals? Somebody tell me. They're a new lacrosse team. Oh, oh, I don't give a Man, shit. Man, you really don't pay attention, do you? I just don't care i honestly don't care i, I love excuse baseball. me too busy actually getting some ass yeah i'm too busy taking now you're too good far out of my league out to dinner yeah now you're too good for us i so, didn't watch anyways <laughs> i had no idea and they're like oh was it 1904 is that the name of the that was a soccer team i don't think that's happening anymore yeah that was a soccer team that we had but didn't exist or something I yeah don't know. so anyways well we have uh we have rugby now i guess this came out over the week Really? Yeah, we have rugby. It's like oh, Legion? The, yeah, SD Legion or some Ben yeah. Higgins broke the news to some girl on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> some, one fan. Yeah, that works. Some girl on Twitter. So let's just give us an XFL team, damn it. What would the XFL team's name be? Anybody? Have we got a name? Bolts. <laughs> Charging. Yeah. Charging. Yeah. Chargeless. So can we talk about Hosmer? What else do we have to talk about? God, I'm so tired of fucking ground ball machinery. People were pissed when we had Alonzo. Hosmer hits more ground balls than anybody. Oh, God. Go ahead. You can ramble on Hosmer. Well, speaking of ground balls, so what if he hits right behind our boy Chase Headley? Oh, God. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Oh, Jesus. I hope they They, leave Headley off. They both can't end the ending on a ground ball, so somebody (laughs) has to. Yeah, that's true. We should have the uh, we should have a bet who wins more innings on a ground ball to second base. Double play city. You know what? The other day, I, I completely forgot that we still had Headley, and I remembered. <laughs> and then I happened to remember because here's the thing: I was thinking about the free agency, and I was like, you "Man, just remember that he wasn't going to get to wear number seven again." Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing: I was like, "Man, like we need a third baseman." And I was, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I was trying to convince myself that we should throw money at Mustakis. <laughs> I was trying to convince myself, and I was like, "Should we just wait till next year and sign Donaldson?" Oh fuck. I forgot Moustakis was even on the fucking yeah. market. Yeah, and I'm like, well, fuck. I was like, no. I, and I was looking at Moustakis' numbers. I was like, I can't bring myself to get on board with that. And I was like, but who the fuck is going to play? Th- Chase Headley. <laughs> and I got so pissed, dude. I was like, damn it. <laughs> he's probably going to give you the same on base as fucking Moustakis, except he's going to slug a, you know, 100 points lower. Yeah. I'm going to guess Headley's going to hit 250 with a 320 on base and slug 386. That's I'm, I'm going to guess he's gone by June. Well, I'm sure they'll flip him. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I was going to say, does he even make it to June? When do we sign Nick Hundley? Yeah, uh, seriously. Yeah, right. Do you, uh, we should, maybe we should put a Twitter poll out there and have people go ahead and uh, vote on what I should be yelling out at Chase at spring training because oh, we're going next month. Oh, God. I will make an asshole of myself when it comes to Chase Hill. You know just I will. Just don't do it on the backfields. Oh, it will be on the back. Well, no, they're at the, you know, they're at that side field. Yeah. Over in the corner. I will do it. I do not care. It'll be on the last day we're there. So if we get kicked out, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I, <laughs> Can we get kicked out of a public entry field? Yeah, but I will be yelling some stupid shit. We should put it. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Instead of maybe, why don't we, uh, why don't we have our, our fans here, our listeners, send us what they want Eric to yell at Chase Headley 
And the four best ones we like, we'll go ahead and use those as a poll and get a vote on them. Yeah, we'll go on Periscope, yeah. and I'll just start yeah. screaming. Well, that's Medi's gimmick. Let's leave that. Leave that to him. You know what you should do though oh, is you pick the top four and then just fly a banner over the spring training field <laughs> every game, all well, ninety games that they play. Yeah, but then Jagoff is going to be the one that says Chase Headley has a small penis. We already know where that's going. No, it would be Chase Headley, Necrophiliac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll go that route. I'll get a GoFundMe started. God almighty. We'll, we'll fly banners. We'll buy vans. We'll do everything. Do you remember when Heath Bell was getting ready to like break the all-time consecutive uh, save streak for the Padres and fucking Headley yep. threw a ball in the dirt to Gonzalez yep. and um, Gonzo couldn't scoop it? God damn it. I can't remember the last time I saw you that angry. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, I was mad as fuck. <laughs> you like, blew up watching the game. I was so pissed, dude. So There's your fucking boy again. Yeah. Blowing it for Heath Bell. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Dude, I used to have so much rage. I mean, I still do at times, but it used to be oh, so Oh, man, bad. when they traded Coos and you knew exactly why they traded him. Oh, oh God, yeah. that was glorious. Oh, yeah, dude. I went off. <laughs> Is that when we brought Chase from left to third? Yeah. yeah. The, oh, I waited on hold. So this was, I was, what, 18? I was working at Best Buy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I had an hour-long break. Working is not the, uh, is not the verb I would use. Yeah. I there. Work there ever? Yeah. I had an hour-long break, and I was sitting there, Macking on Carl's Jr. on hold with Hacksaw, <laughs> ready to yell at him on why we should fucking keep Kuzmin off and get rid of Headley. Oh. I waited for an hour. I didn't get on. I didn't get on air with him. But I waited for an hour to, to yell on there. Oh, I was. I'm that irrational when it comes to Headley, but God, I can't stand a, that guy. I loved when you and I had that uh, batting average challenge in adult league, and I duck fart singled my way into beating you. Yeah. <laughs> you had to wear the fucking Chase Headley jersey, but then put. Headley sucks. What did that old lady say to you? Yeah, so that was actually uh, the Kevin Towers night, believe it or not. Oh. Yeah, so. Oh, sure. tell him what uh, KT said about Headley. Yeah, and we're we're bouncing all over the place. I'm sorry, but we just wanted to hang out. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, the bet was what whoever had a higher batting average. I know we didn't do war. <laughs> it was whoever had a higher batting average. If Danny had a higher average than I did, then I had to wear a, I had to wear a Chase Headley jersey <laughs> to a baseball game to that meetup day because we were doing a big meetup. And Danny ended up winning with his bullshit duck fart singles. Eric would hit Texas leaguers. Yeah. Eric would hit a line drive to the center fielder for an out, and I'd hit a eighty-eight hopper between the pitcher <laughs> and first base, and nobody's covering first. So I beat it out for a single. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up losing, and so I'm like, all right, you know, how am I gonna how am I gonna get around this? So I bought a Headley jersey from Target, <laughs> like four X. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, so He's I bought not. it. So I bought it there, and I got masking tape. And right under, in between Headley and the seven, I put the masking tape, and with Sharpie, I wrote, sucks. <laughs> so it said, Headley sucks, and then his number seven. And so I wore it, because that was always my thing on the Darren Smith page. I hated Headley, and our boy, Jesse Fritz, loved Headley. So we used to go back and forth all the time. So I wore it there, and I showed Darren the shirt, and he was laughing. And he goes, hey, and he like nods over to KT. He's like, go show KT your shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I walk over, I said, hey, Kevin, Darren thought you might get kicked out of my shirt. And I turn around and I show it to him, and he laughs. And I was like, "I was like, Darren said you didn't really like uh, uh, Chase Headley." And he looks at me like he's about to fall over drunk. He's like, "I like homers," <laughs> and he doesn't fucking hit him. <laughs> <I like homers. laughs> yeah. Oh. So ever since right then, I knew we were gonna bond. But um, yes. you know, one thing I want to talk about, and uh, we'll we'll get back on track with the uh, the whole Hosmer. The lovely Hosmer talk. Hosmer Watch 2018. So I'm sure they might even be recording a show right now, the Gwintelligence show with uh, Jagoff and Marver. But they were kind of bringing it up there uh, in regards to, was it the Kevin AC piece? Um, 
Was it Kevin Acey yeah. who said that, hey, if you sign Hosmer, you're yeah. not going to get the chance yeah. to sign these other guys that are coming out next year? AC off to a hot start. So what do you guys think of that? Because clearly, I think that we already know they're not going to sign Harper. They're not going to sign Machado. They could. They could. They have the I mean, money, have but the they're money. not going to do it. They're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to do it. It's not realistic to think that we're going to sign those guys. But that doesn't mean a guy like Donaldson isn't realistic for us to come in and, and sign. I think they can still sign Hosmer and go for a second, I say second tier guy, but bring in Donaldson too. I agree. They can afford it. So all the dead money comes off the books after this year, except for Shields, right? And Jerko, I believe. I think Jerko still has a year. Okay, but... So according to what I think this is Shields last year, and then we no, saw next year's Shields is last 15, 16, 17. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, and then Jerko is for yeah. another year, I think. So, as far as I can tell, getting caught up on Twitter before the show, the Padres right now are committed fifty million dollars. Hosmer puts them at seventy. I think they're probably going to be right around the same next year. There is no reason why this team, with the revenue that they're generating now, mind you, I think Major League Baseball teams each got like fifty million dollars from that. Bam Tech sale or service or whatever the hell. They got paid out for it. And I think the A's are fielding less than that in their payroll this year. So there is no reason for me to to think that the Padres can't consistently field a $120 million payroll with room to breathe. Like $120 million, $150 to me, that's the new $100 million. That's the new, hey, you know, we spend some money, but we're not spending a ton of money. There's no reason they can't get to that point. They're not... A small revenue team. Eric is laughing. I can't wait to see what you're going to bring up on Twitter here. No, go ahead. No, nothing. Okay, I'll but bring. No. I'll bring it up in a minute. Okay. No, but no, Eric. I think uh, I think that's horseshit. They signing a guy to twenty million dollar deal when twenty million is like the new fifteen million is bullshit. Come on, okay, let's bring this up. I want to see what this is. He's over here snickering. What is it? It's off topic, dude. Who cares? <laughs> it, it's on our next topic that we have on the agenda. So you just keep going. Are we still talking about collusion? No, we're. we're oh, ta- oh, we're. We're talking about not being able to sign the guys for 19 oh, because yeah. we signed Hosmer. So when we looked, and even Jagoff looked at it, you're, you're looking at a $50 million payroll this year, add Hosmer at 70 next year, right? And then Headley comes off the books. That's true. That's 13. So it gets you down for, to 60 again. Yeah, it gets you in the 60s, right? Nobody's and then, arbitration. Well, Will Myers will make a little bit more. So let's assume it's 70 going into 2019. Yeah, so what the hell's the other seventy to eighty million dollars that you should be able to spend on guys? Right, I mean you're getting thirteen dollars for some tri tip nachos. You should be able to put some money away. But yeah. look, what I think is with the whole going back to Hosmer, you sign Hosmer this year. Oh, if you don't sign Hosmer this year, it's not the end all be all, right? I mean, absolutely not. I mean, yeah, we are not going to get in play to Harper or Machado, which we can, but we're probably not going to. But there's still some mid level guys there that would help the team. I mean, this guy Hosmer, he's not our Kevin Brown. Right? No. He's definitely not our Kevin Brown. He's not our Garvey. He might be our Vanderwall, but <laughs> at the most, he's he's just another guy. And then it 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 he's, paralyzes he's... it paralyzes us. It disables us because then you got Myers in left or right. Like uh, why? Why would why would you put us through that? Well, here's the, here's the thing. Let's not sit here. I I feel like we're assuming that if we don't sign Hosmer this year, that we would sign these guys in 19 anyways. You know what I mean? Like, let's say... In- I don't think they're going to anyways, but there's no reason that they couldn't, which is my argument. Signing Hosmer to $25 million a year should not hinder them from being able to spend another 60 to $70 million on payroll. So what do we do as fans to hold them accountable to spend that fucking money? I they- don't fucking go to the games. I haven't been, I haven't been to a game since Yeah, but you got to do more than that. Like, what, what are we supposed to do more than that? Another banner, I told another you. Another banner. 
Another banner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's only so much you can do. I mean, we can sit here and kick and scream all we want, but if they're not going to spend the money, they're not going to spend it. So we just sit there, we bend over, and we f- take it. Here's the like thing we've been the- doing for years. <laughs> Here's the thing with this ownership, though. And, and I get where Marver's coming from, because Marver is very passionate uh, at Change the Padres. Love there. me some Marver. I do, too. Team Marver. He's very passionate, but... He's funny as fuck, too. He, indeed he is, and the, the arguments he gets into are epic. But here's the thing. Ownership spent on the fucking international market like no other ownership has spent. They spent a ton of money and ate a ton of dead money to try to turn this rebuild around. So I feel like if given the chance, if it makes sense, if given the chance, Preller will have uh, the financial resources given to him by ownership to do something. Because they spent in 2015. They've been spending since because they ate a a lot of those contracts to get prospects back. And they spent a boatload of fucking money on the international signing period. So it's not like they're coming off as cheap. It's just a matter of when it comes down to it. If Donaldson's the guy, because we don't have anybody looking like they're going to play third base anytime soon. Tatis. <coughs> well, yeah, but I think he's going to play short for the first four or five years of his career. But let's say Tatis is in Trent's short. He's the guy. Urias is that second. He's the guy. We still have Myers at first. He's not going anywhere. So what, do we, what else do we have? Solarte's gone. So now we need a third baseman. I know, I know. I'm heartbroken, too. You'll be getting me one of those uh, cheap sweatshop knockoff Solarte Blue Jay jerseys later on this year. <laughs> but So you need a guy, right? It's like, okay, well, Donaldson wants four years, $75 million or something like that, or $85 million. Go out and fucking sign him. Give him, give him a Justin Turner type of contract, maybe a little bit better. I think ownership will be in a position to do that. They've spent before. I think we should give him a chance. If they don't sign Hosmer, to me, if they don't sign Hosmer, I don't think it's because they're being cheap. I think it's because you know he wants more than what he's worth. But I do want to wait and see what they actually do when they're in a position where it makes sense to either go out and get a guy via free agency or to take on a contract like the Astros did with Verlander. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I really feel like all signs are pointing towards uh, signing Hosmer. So you guys better get ready for Myers to be in left. I have already accepted that it's going to be a shit shit. Poor Margot. Oh, God. You know, the thing is, is, is I really thought they were getting Otani, too, and that didn't fall through. That's a completely different situation. Yeah, that was a lot of our control. Yeah. We have far more leverage over Hosmer than we did Otani. We do, and it's so stupid to think he's going to come here based off of an Instagram like. You know what I mean? But that's where we're at now. That's where we're at. But even then, he's only got two offers on it. How many teams need a first baseman? Yeah. Two. No, I, we don't even need one, honestly. That's I true. Don't, exactly. None. I, the Royals. The Royals are the only team in the league that need a first You could argue the Yankees... Might be better off with Hosmer than Greg Bird. Don't tell that to Stephen Woods. Oh, well, <laughs> we all love you, Woodsy. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's the team I could see. Then You know what? We don't trust this Bird guy. Let's go get Hosmer. You know who did need – well, actually, they really didn't need him, but they went and got Adrian Gonzalez, the Mets. Yeah. Yeah. They went and got – and they're a team that, with that pitching staff, they could use Hosmer. But they didn't they, they have, didn't because they have that kid coming up, the yeah. – uh, Dom Smith. Dominic, Dominic Smith, exactly. And then the Cardinals probably could have used him. I, Cardinals still might come in and sign him. Oh God! And just move great. Carpenter back to third, then maybe Jerko yeah. can go jerk it somewhere. Yeah, but, I mean, there's Who's other Car- teams. Who plays second over? There? Oh, they have uh, what's his face? Yeah. Dijon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they got there's teams that need a first baseman, but I mean, going back to the Phillies, I mean, they get, went and got their guy, and that's it. They didn't sit there and fiddle around with fucking hundred million dollar contracts. They just got Carlos Santana because they knew he can help out. Yeah. So our pal. Our pal uh, Dave Palais responded to my tweet where I, I pointed out that uh, Kevin Tow- or Kevin Towers, God damn, I miss you, Kevin. Um, Kevin Acey got zero votes on that poll. <laughs> and uh, Palais responds, Diablo, and he goes, 
he's like, oh, it's the worst kept secret in baseball or some shit like that. And he's like, um, I've, I've talked to people in Kansas City and everyone there thinks that um, Hosmer will be a Padre by the end of the week. So he's obviously, you know, he has a guy like Pelle. He has connections. You know, yeah. he knows he knows no, people he knows that know Tom people. <laughs> <laughs> he knows people that know people. You know what I mean? So there's that. There's the I'm I'm gonna keep bringing up this Instagram like, and I know how stupid it is, but like Canyon Side batting cages, like that's such a random place to like. He also had that thanks for there's, everything, KC. He uh, had that on, on there. Twitter, I think right. There's also another guy on on Twitter, and we're believing these dopes on on Twitter. That's well, I'm not believing anybody. I, I am. I think it just makes sense if he's going to sign anywhere. So, and I'm taking the Padres, you know, because I think it's illogical for the Padres to sign him. I, I know what Marver's trying to argue. I, I don't see the fit. I don't see why it would be a fit. But if you I look, say it's not the worst thing in the world, just to go on record for it. I don't think it's I the, see both sides. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. My question is, how does it help? It doesn't help now because they're nowhere near competing. So they're going to blow payroll on him to be terrible. 500 this year, didn't you hear Uncle Ron? Oh, God. 500. And then in two years, he could very well already be in his decline by the time you get to a point where now your prospects are coming up and maybe you're starting to get to 500 or looking for wild card or better. But anyways, taking that logic out of it. Does look, prestige value mean nothing to you? Absolutely nothing. It means nothing. How do you know he can be a leader in a clubhouse he's never been in? Bro, he stole home. He did still home. He stole home in the Number World one, Series. let's put it on there. He... He made a gutsy play, and they made a shit throw, which allowed him to score. Let's, uh, let's put the context in there. A good throw, he's hosed by 20 feet. They just have, the Mets happened to make a terrible throw, and he scored. Well, yeah. I mean, blah, blah, blah. We've heard all this but from ad nauseum. Yeah. But from Hosner's, si- Hosner, Hosner's side of things, if I'm looking at KC or I'm looking at the Potters, they have two seven-year, uh, two seven-year deals in hand. One might be 5 or $10 million more than the other, and that one is to go back home to a team that's going to suck for a while, as a barren farm system is do, has done absolutely nothing in the last couple of years to turn that around. They made trades last year to try to compete, and it blew up in their face. So you're basically going to go to a team that's starting over, that's going to be in a position that they were in when you first broke into the league, even before that. Or I can go to a team that's, you know, they're already well along in the rebuild. They've got guys like Lucchese and Lauer um, and Quantrill who are probably going to see some time. A Josh Naylor who could see some time. I'm just, yeah, he's probably not going to make it if they sign Hosmer. But still, they have prospects in Double A now that are getting closer to where realistically 2019, 2020, you could start seeing the team turning it around with young, exciting talent. If I had to choose, I'm willing to sacrifice five or ten million dollars to go to the team that might turn around in two to three years when I'm still maybe solid or good than a team where I'm going to be at the back end of my career and probably a burden and. They're just now turning it around, and I'm 35 on my way out the door. So if I'm Hosmer, just from a, a standpoint of where, where is it going to be more beneficial for me to play, where am I going to have the best time, I think it's San Diego. And I think that's why he's going to come here. And here's, here's what I want to paint a picture for you, because I want you to get on board with the Padres making this signing, okay? Uh, I'm never going to be on board with it. I just accept I think you will in one second here, okay? Uh, so I need you to close your eyes. Imagine a world where the Padres... Eyes closed, by the way. Imagine a world where the Padres sign Eric Cosmer to seven years, right? He comes here to San Diego. He wins not one, not two, not three, not four, not five World Series championships. So he doesn't win. He wins batting crowns. He gets 3,000 hits. He gets that call from Cooperstown. How many fucking hits does he have right now? And do you know what fucking hat he's wearing in Cooperstown? 
He's wearing a Padre hat, Danny. He's wearing a brown Padre hat. Is Scott Boris like... You hear all that, and you tell me right now you don't do you want the Padres to sign it. Tell wearing, me right now. How do you know what hat he's wearing? The fucking plaque is bronze. <laughs> of course it's brown. <laughs> brown Padre hat. You're going to sit there and tell me right now that you, you don't, don't want You don't even know him. what color Tony Gwynn's hat on his fucking plaque is, because the goddamn it's thing is brown. brown. No, it's not. The whole plaque is brown. <laughs> Except for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways Hosmer doesn't even have Halfway to fucking 50 or halfway to 3,000 hits He's not getting there He's already 7 years in No shit clown Jesus Christ I made all that shit up Anyways Surprised you didn't throw in Clubhouse leadership So anyways There's there's the likes There's people on Twitter Saying hey I know people They're saying that Hosmer's being shown Real estate in San Diego There's also There's also I actually trust this source And I'm I'm, I don't want to be that Douche that says sources, sources, sources. But but I'm I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to give it away or anything. But we know someone who had some sort of appointment with someone that's pretty high up in the Padres. I'll be as vague as I can that they had to cancel said appointment for an emergency meeting. This was last last week sometime, and this person is pretty high up in making those decisions. So. That is about as far as I'll go. I know it sounds douchey as hell in regards, in regards to that, but putting all of that together, two and two is making four. It's equaling four for me, and I think four is Hosmer signing here, and it's going to happen. Like it or not, it's going to happen. Probably. Learn it, live it, love it. He's not wearing 35. I hope he wears number 20, because that's your fucking number. <laughs> I don't care what number Just he to wears. stick it to you. I, don't care. I hope they take out Winfield's number and let him have it. Yeah. So, um, hold on. I, that's, that's enough with Hosmer. I, I don't want to go any further with Hosmer. So we agree he's going to sign here? I mean, that's the yeah. general consensus. Yeah, we agree. I don't know about you. Yeah. I agree he's going to sign here. I just don't care for it. And we are not going to do an emergency podcast when Hosmer signs. No. You guys don't need five different podcasts all saying the same shit, which is why we're not going to go on there. How many Twitter accounts saying the same thing? <laughs> oh, boy. Are we going to talk about 100, top 100? Oh, boy. Okay. So I'm, I'm, that's, not the route, that's not the route I was going down. Let's get into some trade talk rumors. Yes. And I don't want to spend... trade talk rumors. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because we're, we're almost at an hour here and we've rambled a lot. I don't want to spend a lot of time. So there's people that are coming out today, and supposedly there's a rumor. And it, was it Padre Vibes that you're saying on Twitter? Uh, no, it was uh, Friars on Deck or something. Friars it, on it was, Base? It came from Sherman or something. Whoever the hell put it out there. But there's supposedly talks, and I don't want to spend long on it because it's probably something that we're going to get excited about. It's not going to happen. There's talks that the Padres are speaking with the Rays about starting pitching. And one of those targets is Chris Archer. What do you think about that? Are you giving up a lot for Archer, or are you saying no thanks? Depends on what they want. I like Chris Archer. We talked about this off air. I like Chris Archer. I think he could be a staff ace. I love Chris Archer. I do, too. He just hasn't performed like a staff ace. And I know you say, oh, well, you know, he's pitching in the East. And it's like a lot of guys pitch in the East, and they pitch really well over there. So he's very good. He strikes out a shit ton of people. He does. He does. His run prevention is good. Not great, but good. Very good. It just depends on what they give up for him, um, you know, what they would have to give up. Because, again, the whole point of loading up the farm system is to get these guys up so you can rebuild and then go out and get pieces to add on. By them getting it, – it's kind of like with the Hosmer signing. Like, yeah, I'm glad they're being aggressive, and I like that they're going out and they're kicking the seriously kicking the tires and pursuing. But you don't know what you have yet. I mean, you know what you have right now. You do know what you have. You have 5,000 starting pitchers in the farm system. You're not going to give up really a few of those? Know? But the thing is, is that – Look at the Mets. What do you have? A twenty-man rotation? Well, let's look at let's look at the Mets. Pitchers blow out, right? Look at the Dodgers. Pitchers blow out. You don't have pitchers in the. You don't have depth. You don't have pitchers in the minor leagues that can come up and fill in. 
you're fucked. Because what killed the Mets? Pitching. Their pitchers got fucking hurt. As soon as guys started dropping like flies, all of a sudden the Mets aren't even a playoff team. They had a pretty damn good offense last year with Conforto when he was in their Cespedes. So to me, you can never have enough pitching. Pitching is the premium. I agree that they should go out and they should pursue guys and they should look long-term. Just not yet. Not until you know or at least have an idea of what you have. I will continue to use the Astros as a model of what they should follow in terms of roster construction. The Astros didn't start making big moves until they knew what they had. Once they knew what they had, then they went out and they got Justin Verlander. Now they got Garrett Cole. They went out and made smart free agent signings and trades. I think the Padres need to get to that point first before they start selling off farm pieces again, before they know what they have in the farm and on the Major League Club. Give it another year or two and then go after Chris Archer. He ain't going anywhere. He is very good, though. He is, and you're right. I wouldn't give up the farm. I mean, I'm with Eric, actually. I wouldn't give up shit in sense of our top top. Um, it is Friars on Base that did come out with the report. And they also reported, or I think it was Jim Bowden, talked about the Twins possibly getting them as well. And what they put out was Max Kepler plus two high-end prospects and then like a mid-level guy. But they didn't include Span. But what I read was Span was included in the Padres deal. So you're eating that Span contract. And I'm pretty sure we won't have to give a top, top prospect. But, I mean, going through Lucchese and Allen and... They're not going to give up. Archer's their best one. player. They're not going to give up... To me, Lucchese and Lauer aren't, I mean, they're top prospects in the sense of they're top prospects in the system, but that's more because of their floors, not their ceilings. The Rays aren't going to go for two five-starter lefties. And, I mean, in all respects to Archer, the last two years he's been league average at run prevention. I mean, it's, it's just what he strikes out a ton of guys, but he doesn't, he doesn't dominate like you think he would. Two years ago or three years ago, he was amazing. 2015, he was amazing. But, but I'll take that. I mean, I'll take a guy on a swing. I mean... I would, too, but not for what they're going to ask. And they have leverage. He has, I think we looked it up uh, off air. They're like three years. He's guaranteed the next two years, and the following two years are option years. So if you get him this year, you get him for four years. But again, you know, and the Rays know, that if they trade him, the team's going to flex those options. I mean, they're going to flex the options on that contract. They're not going to let him walk after two years. No, no, no. The Rays know that, and they know he's cheap. It's not like he's Longoria making $25 million a year. Jesus he's making like, making like ten. So the Rays have all the leverage in the world. They, they can ask for whatever they want. If they don't get it, well, fuck it. We'll just hold on to them. It's kind of like Yelich. Yeah, it's a lot like Yelich, right? Because yeah. that was actually a really good fucking trade for the Marlins. They, had a, they got a really good package going back. Um, I think the Brewers gave up uh, the guy from Texas that they got for Luke Roy Brinson, right? Louis yep. Brinson? Yeah. yeah. That was a great fucking pickup for the Marlins. The thing is, the Marlins had leverage. They're like, yeah, he wants to be traded. Whoopty fucking do. But he doesn't cost a hell of a lot. We have team control. We don't have to move him. Whether he's happy or not, he's got to show up and play. So we don't have to trade him. And because they didn't have to trade him, they got a great fucking deal back. The Marlins are in the same, or the Marlins, excuse me, the Rays, the other fucking sad sacks in Florida, are in the same position. They're not that sad. They have Michelle Margot now. Oh, I know. <laughs> it hasn't been that great a year after all. Fucking hedges in this center. Yeah, so here's here's what I want to point out. Uh, Padres Twitter, uh, our boy at Pog Langford, okay? Oh, God, please give Pog Langford a follow. So he, he put out there, uh, quote, big trades made by Tampa Bay since Friedman left. Longoria for Arroyo Plus, Forsyth for DeLeon, Moore for Duffy Plus, Myers for Souza Plus, Hellickson for nothing. He says none of those players they traded were as good as Archer is, but still hard to get too worried about what they'd want. Are we really worried that Tampa Bay is going to smoke us in a trade? I'm not. Yes, because like he said just now, Hellickson was a bum. Hellickson was never really that good. He's one of those guys that didn't have great stuff, and he somehow smoke and mirrored his way to a decent career, and then 
fell off. You know, uh, who else did they give up? Matt Moore for Duffy. Matt Moore is not a failed prospect, but never lived up to potential. Uh, Evan Longoria is on the wrong side of 30. He's in decline offensively. He's not the same guy he was on defense. He's a solid, maybe above average everyday regular, but that's it. And he seriously ain't worth the contract that they're paying him anymore. So none of those guys are really, I mean, I know they traded, uh, what's it, David Price? Did Friedman trade Price? I don't know. He might have, but no, they, ha- they haven't. Well, Pog Langford didn't include him in the tweet, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'll assume <laughs> isn't that much. But, you know, none of those guys they had real leverage with. Like, everybody in the world knew they needed to dump Longoria when they signed him to that contract. I, I was stunned that they signed him to him at the time. But they don't have to trade Chris Archer. They're in, literally in a position where they don't have to trade him. And they were a close to 500 team last year. A couple things bounced their way, and all of a sudden, maybe they're competing for a wild card. You know, the Rays aren't terrible. They're not in the cellar, and they're not hurting financially now that they dumped their biggest contract. So, yeah, since Friedman left, they haven't had the greatest trades, but Archer is the best player they have. And I don't think they're going to settle for the package they got for fucking Longoria where none of those guys may even make it. I don't think Christian Arroyo is going to be any good. So I, I don't see them settling for that limited a package for a guy who's cheap for the next four years, who's their staff ace, and to me still has upside to be a staff ace. I think he still has number one upside that he hasn't tapped into yet. I, I can't see the Rays just saying, yeah, yeah, we'll take a package like we got from the Giants for that. They don't need to. They're, they're, not, in, they're not in that mode where they have to dump him. I saw someone on Twitter threw it out there. They said uh, Padres take Span and his $15 million, whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's... Chris uh, Archer. I, I, I was just trying to find the tweet because I hate saying tweets without saying who put them out there, uh, but I couldn't find it. So he said that Padres take Span and the $15 million. And they get Chris Archer, and they give up Morahone, and they give up Franchi Cordero. He said, "Who says no? The Padres or the Rays?" The Rays. The Rays would say no to that. I would think so too. But as a Padre fan, would you? You know, we talked about it off air. I was kind of iffy about it, but I think I would do it. I would do it 100. percent I think I would absolutely do it because to me, as much as like Franchi, I think best case scenario, he's Will Venable. He strikes out over 40 percent of his at bats. Yeah, I think he's Will Venable. All the tools in the world just can't put it together. Let me mark that tape. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that later. What, the Will Venable? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, I think that's his floor. I think that's what he'll end up being. I think he has potential to be more, but I look at him as like a platoon player at best, uh, Cordero, because he doesn't make enough contact. Um, and Morahone, I think, you know, every scouting report you read, probably middle of the rotation starter, number three starter, maybe a number two. If that's all they have to give up to fucking get Archer, absolutely. But we both know, all three of us, since Mazone's here, uh, we all know you. that you're welcome. <laughs> De nada. Uh, we all know that it's going to take a lot more than that. Like, Morahone probably gets them talking, and they're going to have to include at least, at least two or three more guys. They're probably going to want one of the shortstops, whether it's Barley, probably Gabriel Arias. They're going to want one of those guys. They're going to want a top pitcher and a top position player, plus some second-tier guys. Yeah, I don't do it. I don't do it for more than that, honestly. I mean, that Franchi and... Morahone, as much as I love Morahone and that grade 80 girl he's hanging out with, <laughs> I mean... Grade I guess, 80 leggings, let me tell you. Grade 69. No, she... Nice. Yeah, nice. I know, right? So, I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm not throwing the farm at, at the guy. I mean, we, like you said, we don't have to do it. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays definitely, or the Rays definitely don't have to do it. Um, Throw Gettys in there. He's trash. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Gettys, Gale, and... Somebody else. Are you but guys think, picking these trade up from like dumb Padre fan retweets? No, but I think I think Eric has a pretty good uh, package you'd give up for him, right? Yeah, I give up this package. Oh God. No, so there's a, a dumb Padre fans. God, I wish dumb Padre fans would tweet more. I, I wish I knew if whoever listens, 
whoever listens to uh, to this show, if they know the person that runs Dumb Padre Fans, I badly, I don't want to take it over. I don't want to say I take it from you, but I want to contribute so bad because I feel like that page has so much potential. We should just tag them and stuff. So Dumb Padre Fans uh, takes a screenshot and retweets this package for <laughs> for Chris Sarcher. This is from Nick McNulty, which is clearly from uh, Facebook. Facebook has some of the best shit oh, as far God, as stupidity. So he says for uh, Archer, he says, Paddock, Henry Henry, and Naylor is a good package. Ship Headley over too and turn on the force trade settings. Good to go. Awful. I like that. Yeah, please, fucking do that too. Please tweet more dumb Padre fans. Listen to me. Please tweet more or let me take over your account. I am dying to do it. I want nothing more than that <laughs> because so it's the funniest good. thing ever. There's so much good. God, that's an awful There's dude. that. Dude, think about how great that Padre Twitter could be. You know, in the words... <laughs> In the words of one of my idols, Michael Scott, and this is for you, Marcus Pond, in the words of, Mar- of uh, Michael Scott, I wish we knew, and I'm paraphrasing, I wish there was some way to know that these were the good old days while you're living in them. You know what I mean? This is the good old days of Padre Twitter. Think about it. If you had dumb Padre fans, if he were to really go off and put his all into the, into the account, like I would, if we had that, we have Padre's meat Twitter that's going off. <laughs> We have Where that, the fuck did that come from? We have that old fucking... Just accept it. Just, I'm fine with it. I just don't know where it came from. I just like, woke up one day and people were tweeting pictures and at, you know, they're, they're going at Padres with fucking pictures of steak. Dude, we have all of that. We have that goddamn mummy leisure fryer. <laughs> King Tut himself. Dude, Padres Twitter is so great. And by the way, just because we have Mazzoni here doesn't mean we're turning this show into that Padres Twitter show. Drunk Flan and I are still going to do it. Uh, we've reached out to our first guest, and he's on board. We're just waiting for the right time to do it. So uh, we don't get to know who the first guest is? Can I break the news? No. Oh. No, you're not going to break it. But anyways, that is happening. What's so. the name of the show? Do you guys have a name yet? No, it's still workshopping. Throw some ideas at us. Thick we'll... and Rich is pretty good. Thick and Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, maybe maybe we'll bite off of Darren Smith, do the unnamed Padres Twitter podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we're we're rumbling big time here, so uh, let's kind of wrap are it up. Are we going to publish this show? Yeah, we are. Oh, wow. We are. I thought this was for fun. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, this is the practice run. So anyways, to wrap it up, uh, KT, rest in peace. I know we're, I know we're late there. Um, what else we got? KT, gone. Um, Eric also, Cosmer signing this week. Also gone, Jose Torres. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, rest in peace. Cordoba almost died. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, he almost got uh, ventura Yeah, our boy Danny DeAnda posted a screenshot of his Instagram. Eric was very nice to translate it for us. Yeah, Cordoba got in a car accident and almost died. So there's that. Um, What else do we have here? Um, Chris Archer trade. Not going to happen, but fun to speculate. Fuck, I forgot about Alan Cordoba. And talk about... (laughs) Um, Hosmer is going to, I think we can all agree he's going to sign here and I'm jinxing it right now, but I think we can all agree he's going to sign here. By the way, Hosmer, if you're listening and I guarantee you don't listen to our shows and I guarantee if you did, you wouldn't be listening for an hour and seven. Hit the ball in the fucking air, you pansy. I guarantee you wouldn't be listening for an hour and seven minutes, but I'll just throw it out there. I searched on Twitter, Royals meet Twitter, nothing. (laughs) The epicenter of barbecue in in America, nothing for Royals meet Twitter. Do you really want to re-sign with the... Dog shit organization like that. Come here. Padres meet Twitter. We got you. We're going to do this. You guys want to throw anything out there before we wrap up? No. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't think there's much left. Thank you. I don't think there's an hour worth of content, but we did it. Yeah, barely. 
So when when you woke well, up, that's what she said. Yeah. So I I text you was it yesterday, Amazon? Um, I said, hey, do you want to come on and record with Danny and I? We'll just hang out and shoot the shit. That morning when you woke up, did you think that you would be invited to Padre Twitter's fourth favorite Padre Twitter podcast? <laughs> No, I honestly didn't. I don't think that they would ever come. At least we made the fucking poll. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and on that note, we're out of here, folks. No, nah, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about that. And we're going to wrap it up really quick. I promise. Okay. That Padre Twitter poll, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows the, the drama behind that. It's very clear who was left off of that Padre Twitter poll, right? Yeah. And for those of you who know Drunk Flannery, Rich... We know that he made that poll intentionally to piss off the East Village Times. I was not shocked when I saw it. Let me just say that. It was funny as fuck. And you know what? It worked. And <laughs> and they got so pissed. And here's the thing. I, I, I feel like both of them got mad at it. And I, I know they both listen to the show, so they're going to listen to it. And I'm not going to subtweet or anything. This is directly for Patrick Brewer. This is directly for James Clark. I feel like Patrick kind of plays plays along sometimes, which is I feel okay. like he plays along a lot of the time. He does. James, I feel like gets a little bit sensitive for it. And he might he might say whatever about this, but I don't care. Here's what I'll say about that. Just know I've got your back at WrestleMania when you and James throw down in a cage match. Here's what I'll say about that Padre Power ranking poll for the podcast, okay? <laughs> and just and just and just Twitter in general. If you don't want to be fucked with. Stop making it so goddamn fun to fuck with you. You know what I mean? If you weren't so fucking defensive all the time, then you would probably not get fucked with. But the fact that we're sitting there and you get left off the pole, and then you have... I shouldn't be saying this. I'm sorry. Did you see James's wife commented on it? <laughs> no, I didn't say And that. she says, listen, listen. And she says, wow, I vote East Village Times podcast. Four people retweeted. You know who retweeted it? Three East Village Times accounts, and some other guy. Was it Kevin Charity? No. Oh, it's like, come on, dude. That was that made my day. I thought it was the funniest shit ever. I love when shit gets stirred up, and so does Rich. Oh yeah, I'm stunned that Rich. Rich and for <laughs> good old drunk flan. And for everyone that's listening, that's why it was posted because we wanted to stir shit up, and it was mission accomplished. I had nothing to do with this. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Yeah. I was still a single dad when this was going on. Yeah, he was. So to wrap it up, oh, one more thing. Also, the three of us, we went out. We've gone to a couple practices with the listener Donovan Jones. Hey man, and, Jonesy and, can hit. Dude. And his Let baseball me team. Tell you. Yeah. So if nothing else has come from this pod, going out there and and uh, hitting with Donovan every week is cool because he's getting us ready for the season not only that he gave us fucking scouting cops i'm apparently mexican <laughs> daniel murphy or daniel murfez i'm the right-handed yeah, justin, justin boar <laughs> yeah dude but real shit dude, if you guys can make it out on this sunday practice donovan jones can fucking hit yeah he actually can was it sd uh, donovan jones yeah, his twitter SD handle Don- at sd donovan yeah man yeah. he rakes he's also fucking scouting guys that he wants to play with him in the next 40 years when he goes to the usd games that's <laughs> yeah. good yeah Future seriously scouting it's like preller watching kids in elementary school in dominican yeah so let's let's go ahead and wrap it up here so man i Part of me thinks I should edit out that last five minutes. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say you should, <laughs> but you probably not. No, that's too much work. Fuck yeah. it. Who cares? So, so we'll wrap it up here. You know, leisure fire isn't listening. No, his walk is over by now. We walk. Will... <laughs> He's fucking, they're pumping him full of insulin right now at the home. Yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, we'll check in with you down the road. Who knows what will happen? We'll, we'll see. Um, for the not single dad anymore, Dan Ortiz. For in a relationship dad. 
And for uh, at probably do that myself. I'm not good at this relationship stuff. At Mason thirteen or at thirteen Mason. Um, and I'm miserable SD fan. Thanks for tuning in. And also, uh, by the way, before we do this, um, Danny and I play on work softball, and he fouled out in fucking slow pitch softball team pitch. We'll check in with you next time. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>